Welcome to or welcome back to the Made For More podcast with yours truly, McKenna Romaniano. And this podcast was designed to help you elevate your life, faith, fitness, and nutrition so that you leave with more than you came with. You are made for more and that's exactly what this podcast was created to show you. So let's level up together and jump into this episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited. I feel like every time I record, I'm in a new location and this place right now in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, I'm looking for places to move to. So that's kind of my update on life right now. There's a lot been going on, but as we kind of near the end of 2023, which is actually wild because this podcast was started beginning of the year. So it's almost been a full year with Made for Morge. So excited the people that we've been able to bring on and just the education we've been able to deliver. And this week is gonna be no different. So this is why weight maintenance is usually failed because oftentimes people can lose weight. No problem, right? Of course, it might be harder, but the hardest part of weight loss is the maintenance part of it. Because if you, if I told you, hey, you have to lose weight X amount of pounds by X day or else something bad would happen, right? You would be able to easily figure out a way to lose fat. Now, it might not be sustainable, which there's the kicker, but you can lose fat no problem for the most part. But if the methods to lose that fat are unsustainable, then the fat loss itself is going to be unsustainable. Experts think from the Cleveland Clinic, I pulled up a stat here that like 80 to 95% of dieters gain back the weight that they work so hard to lose. 80 to 95%. That means every time you go on a diet, you are 80 to 95% likely to gain that weight back after you've put in so much work to already try to lose it. Now that work could look like a couple of different things for different people. It could look like keto. It could look at intermittent fasting. It could look like low carb. It could look like Optivia, Herbalife, Weight Watchers, Atkins, whatever tickles your fancy, whatever diet that you're doing, the success rate is less than 20%. Less than 20%. If there was a lottery and, or you wanted, I don't know, some sort of incentive at work and you're ability to get that was less than 20%. We would say it's probably not likely. Or if it's less than 20% likely to rain outside, we're going to say it's not going to rain, right? 20% is not a lot. For you to put in so much effort to be able to lose that fat, probably skip out on dinner parties, have to meal prep, maybe spend more on groceries, plan in that extra hour a day of exercise, like for all these things to be ducks in a row. And then all of a sudden, all that hard work, the second that you end your dieting phase, just all blows up in your face and you gain the weight back plus more. That's not a successful diet. And why are we keeping on doing this, right? Weight maintenance is the hardest part of the weight loss equation. And this is where most people fail because like I said, we can get the fat loss off. It's just maintaining that is the biggest kicker because if we don't maintain it, then we're going to be in this yo-yo dieting phase for literally the rest of our lives. And I've talked to women who have been dieting for 60 years. That was the longest phase of dieting that I've talked to. She was around 67, I think, and her mother put on her diet when she was seven years old and she's been dieting ever since. All right. We've been dieting for decades as a culture, and this has to stop. And it stops with stopping the cycle of the reason why we go back into a diet is because we gain the weight back. So how do we stop the weight gain? We go back to the reason why we're gaining the weight, which is the diet itself in the first place. So stopping this at the root is going to be stopping the diet that causes us to lose the weight, but then gain the weight right back. So your body is protecting you. 
biggest moral of the story. We're not blaming any of your bodies. We're not blaming you. We're blaming society and how it teaches us to diet. Your body is trying to survive through all the curveballs you've been throwing at it left and right. But as soon as calories drop, your body will do everything in its power to maintain homeostasis, which is just a fancy way of saying maintain balance, try to be happy. All right. What happens when we diet or decrease our calories, especially in unsustainable methods, our hunger hormones are a little bit wonky. You will notice this even if you've had a day of really bad sleep. Sleep impacts our hunger hormones extensively by manipulating leptin and ghrelin, which is our hunger and fullness cues. So leptin makes you full. Ghrelin, I like to think of it as like a grumbling tummy, grumble, ghrelin, Anyway, that's how I associate them, (laughs) makes you hungry. Leptin's full, ghrelin's hungry. What happens when you don't sleep well is your leptin, so the fullness hormone goes down, so you're less satisfied, and the ghrelin hormone, the hormone that makes you hungry, it goes up. So you want to eat more food, but you're also less satisfied, which is why you feel the need after a bad night's sleep or you're super stressed out to grab that quick carbohydrate, sweets, whatever, chocolate, whatever you're thinking of, your like guilty pleasure, people call it. That's what you usually gravitate towards when you're super sleep deprived or just after a long day. Think about like a late night snack, something like that, where you're just wanting calories. Your body just needs calories. Um, So when we are in starvation mode, I don't like to use that term because that's very, I don't want to say controversial, but we don't necessarily get into starvation mode because we never really dip low enough, but we dip low enough to impact our metabolism. So impact our metabolism by upping our hunger hormones and making you think, oh, that looks really good. The things that we're not allowed to have, we want even more. If I tell you you can't have a brownie, I just had a brownie and it's 9 a.m. If I tell you you can't have a brownie, okay, what are you gonna think about for the rest of the week? A brownie, probably. If I keep on telling you, you can't have that, you can't have that, you can't have that. You're gonna want it even more. It's like this silly little like old tale of don't think of a blue elephant or a pink elephant or whatever it is and that pops into your head. You tell yourself not to think of it, you're gonna think of it. You tell a kid, little little kid at the like playground not to go on the swing or not to, I don't know, draw on the walls, whatever, they're gonna do it because that's what they are told not to do. So it's at the front of their mind because that is what's bringing to awareness. It's just how you think about in more of the mindset work of things, if I tell you not to think of a negative thought or like not to beat yourself up or like not to think about anything like blah, 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 blah. The thing I'm telling you not to think about is going to come to the forefront. So if you're thinking, I don't want to be negative. I'm trying to be more positive. Like I don't want to think about everything that's going wrong. I don't want to think about blah, 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 blah. The kids need to be taken care of. The dog needs to be walked. The grocery needs to be like all of these things you're telling yourself. I'm not going to think about that. Like it's going to be okay. You're going to think about it because you're telling yourself you're not going to think about it. So actually, we need to go backwards, reverse it. Stop telling ourselves things are off limits. Stop telling yourself you can't have a brownie. If you want a brownie, have a brownie. Now, in the beginning stages of fixing your metabolism and breaking free of this diet mentality, giving up diet culture, we are going to probably overeat. And the thing is, we can't blame ourselves for that because the reason why we're overeating in the first place is because we've restricted ourselves for years and years and years. Think about it, paying back debt. I'm looking at buying a house right now. Interest rates are through the freaking roof and I'm pissed about it, but I would be paying off this house for a long time. I'm paying back debt that I originally took. You've been taking debt from your body for years now when you're being in a deficit. You are under eating for so many years that your body has to pay back all of that time 
that you've been trying to diet plus interest. Interest rates are around 7% right now or higher. You're going to have to pay back interest. It sucks, but you're going to have to do it at one point or the other. So either pay back your interest now, get over the fear of gaining weight, of binging, of overeating, because if you've been restricting yourself for say 10 years, you have 10 years of debt. I'm not saying go and eat five boxes of cookies. Like that's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying if we're afraid to let ourselves eat one because we're going to have 50, we have to let ourselves eat that one. Because if we don't do it today, you're still going to be under eating, still going to be ruining your metabolism. And it's going to be even harder to bounce back. You're going to be farther into debt, say five years from now. It's going to have to happen. You're delaying the inevitable of eating more food because your body can't live on empty for the rest of its life. So it's really up to you. When do you want to stop paying debt to your body or stop taking debt from your body and start paying it back? The longer we take debt, the more debt we're going to have to pay back. All right. So let's stop that cycle today. Start paying back that debt. And sure, if you overeat a couple of days here and there, it happens. It's life. You're paying back the debt. Your body is going to forgive you. It's actually going to thank you because it needs the food that you've been restricting. That's the only way out. The only way out of a chronic calorie deficit or chronic restriction of your calories is truthfully eating more food. And that is terrifying. Trust me, firsthand, I know, absolutely like mind fuckery, like terrifying. You've been trying so hard to eat so little for so long. And there's this some girl on the internet telling you to eat more food. That's going to help you get your weight loss goals. Like what? Please make that make sense. The math is not mathing, but weight loss has to occur from a calorie deficit. So if we go back to the science here, calorie deficit is eating less calories than your body needs in a day. I'm not talking about counting the calories burned. I'm not talking about like hooking yourself up to like your Apple watch and saying, okay, like I walk this many steps today. This, this means this, how much I can eat today. Or like I do an extra area of cardio. So this much, how much extra I can eat today, like an extra 300 calories. Like, no, I'm talking about your total daily energy expenditure, your TDEE. All right. I have a calculator for you. If you want that, just DM me on Instagram and I can send you over my reverse dieting, basically masterclass on exactly what I did and exactly what you should do in order to see progress through the reverse dieting process probably going to drop some inches, probably going to drop some inflammation, probably going to get stronger, probably going to get leaner, most likely 100%. Um, and you're going to be eating more food. Because if we consistently try to keep ourselves dieting, we can't be in a calorie deficit because our maintenance is already so low. We're trying to diet on something that would be a calorie deficit. We can't keep going lower until we hit ground zero because we're going to be eating nothing, mess up our hormones, probably going to trigger some sort of autoimmune response. Your body is going to hate you for that. If you keep on eating less and less and less, like I said, your body is resilient. It's going to protect you. It will go lengths to protect you. It will stop your period. It will lose your hair. It will have brittle and like, I don't know the nail, like the nails that I had when I was under eating are just night and day to my nails right now. And I know it's something small, but hair breakage, nails, energy, digestion. Digestion's huge. If you have really shit digestion and you're eating next to nothing, it's because your bowels are not being utilized as much as they could be or as they should be. So my point here is that your deficit can't actually happen. You can't actually be in a deficit 
if we're under eating and under eating for really any female is going to be 1500 calories or less, maybe even 1600 for me right now, my maintenance and a lot of my clients on my team, before we even think about a deficit, we go at least above 2000 calories in a day. And if that sounds like a crazy number to you, you're like, I've been maintaining on 1300 calories. Like how the heck am I supposed to maintain on 2000 calories? Sounds bogus, right? We need to increase your food because there's no way we can go down from now. So like I said, we're delaying the inevitable. It has to happen one day. It's either today or in five years from now where the damage is going to be far worse than it is right now. It is reversible, 100%. It's just the length of time it's going to take to reverse it is going to depend on a lot of factors, but namely... How long have you been in the deficit for? Attempted deficit, because at this point, it's not even a deficit. People say, I've been in a calorie deficit. I'm not losing fat. Well, you're not in a calorie deficit. You just can't be. If we can fix your metabolism, get your body to a healthy point where your metabolism is going to actually function optimally, optimally is the key here. It's functioning, but it's not functioning in your favor right now if you're under eating. If we can get your metabolism functioning optimally above 2,000 calories in a day for most people, you can diet on like 1800 calories a day and lose fat. For me, I just have to put myself at like 1900 ish, maybe 2000 ish calories be on point. I'm dropping fat because my maintenance calories are like 23, 2400. Okay. It is beautiful what your body can do. And people don't believe until you see Either you go through it, a friend go through it, and not somebody on social media because I know it's hard to see and relate when you're like, oh, I'm not that person. Let me tell you, you're nothing special. I mean, you are. You're beautiful. You're loved. You're adored. And I've seen it all before. I was that girl where I was struggling at 1,200 calories, exercising seven days a week, getting more inflamed, more bloated, feeling even shittier, so fatigued. My hair, skin, and nails were absolutely atrocious, and I was wondering why I wasn't losing fat. It was because I was under eating. My body was shutting down. I didn't have a period for seven years of my life. That is a really big red flag. Your body is going to do anything to protect you. Fat loss is the last thing on the list when survival is number one. So we need to reverse yourself out of that metabolically damaged state, aka a reverse diet. And this is where the metabolic empowerment program really comes into play. The first phase is that reverse diet. It's nothing fancy. It's nothing that I have like, I don't know, copyrighted on because it's just a scientific process where we increase your calories, make sure all your other markers are in place, such as your water intake, your movement, your sleep, your digestion, your fiber, all the things, making sure we're reverse dieting you properly to improve your metabolism limit weight gain if anything happens at all, most likely decrease inflammation and improve mood, digestion, just to feel better. We need to get you out of this diet, quote unquote, or that down-regulated state that you're in. And the only way out is up. Only way out is up. And so most likely we have to start at step one. If we go right back to the habits that we had prior to reverse dieting or prior to dieting, trying to diet in the first place, we're going to gain the weight back or we're going to still stay in a metabolically downregulated position. We have to do this properly and not just jump 
from where you're at right now to where you should be. You should be, like I was saying before, above 2000 calories. If you are not, you're eating 1300 calories a day, say your total daily energy expenditure or like the estimated amount that you should be eating in a day is around like say 2000. If you jump those 700 calories overnight, I'm telling you, you're gonna gain fat a hundred percent. That's why we do a reverse diet because it slowly and methodically brings our calories up while keeping stressors low to improve your metabolic rate and overall health. We have to do this a proper way. We can't just bite the bullet and say, okay, like I'm all in jumping from 1300 to 2000 calories in a day. We have to do something different than what you've been doing before, but not that drastically different. We can't keep on dieting or trying to diet, attempting to diet on Weight Watchers, Optivia, Herbalife, low carb, keto, intermittent fasting, thinking it's gonna get us to the goal that we're chasing when it's just kept us stuck and plateaued for so long. We also can't do the opposite and say, fuck it, eat a thousand more calories a day and hope things work out for the best because we also know that's not the smartest option. There is an option C though, which is reverse dieting, which is phase one of the metabolic empowerment program. DM me on Instagram and I will send you over a copy of that metabolic empowerment phase one program that I have released. 45 minutes of a video of me going through step-by-step what you need to do with metrics and everything included there for you, as well as a workbook. It's going to get you reverse dieted, AKA fixing your own metabolism for free. Now, Merry Christmas (laughs) and Happy New Year. But the weight maintenance phase after this is the most important. So say we fix your metabolism, okay? Now we're at a place where we can do fat loss. Awesome. We go into a calorie deficit, say for like three or four months, we lose 10, 10 or 15, whatever, how many pounds you want to lose. Cool. Awesome. Now we're dieting, but we're still eating less than we should be eating in a day because that's how a calorie deficit works, right? So we've went from under eating to eating enough food to putting you in a calorie deficit. We cannot live in a calorie deficit. Like we've just learned our lesson from fixing our metabolism the first time. We can't chronically live in an underactive metabolic state or else we feel like absolute shit. Been there, done that. Don't want to go back. So we can't leave you in that deficit, which is where the diets that have failed you prior have left you. They've just dumped you on the side of the road, left you there, and expected you figure it out. End up not figuring it out and go back to that diet because it quote unquote worked before when in reality it didn't actually work or else you wouldn't be in this spot that you're in right now. So we went through so much work to fix that metabolism go into a calorie deficit and lose that fat that you haven't been able to lose before, but we can't stay in that downregulated state. This is the weight maintenance crisis that I've been seeing. We need to do something differently. Reverse diet again out of that hole. I'm telling you, reverse dieting, that should be the name of this freaking podcast at this point. That's exactly what we need to do. Get yourself, get yourself out of the hole of being in a chronic calorie deficit, Okay. Being in a chronic calorie deficit is not going to get you where you need to go. Point blank. Point blank. Calorie deficits only get you so far. Reverse dieting only gets you so far. We need a marrying of the two, all right? The marrying of the two looks like dieting cycles. We're not staying chronically in a reverse diet or else we would reverse diet up to oblivion, which is eventually going to make you gain weight if we eat in surplus. We can't be in a calorie deficit to oblivion or else you're going to ruin your metabolism. We need to find that happy medium. 
So this is where reverse dieting, again, comes into play. Just DM me phase one on Instagram and I will send this guide over to you. All right. Or Facebook works as well or TikTok. Wherever you want to get in contact with me, I want to send it to you personally because we have limited copies of these. I want to make sure they get out to the right people. So an overview of what a reverse diet is going to look like, and this is everything in the packet. To maintain your weight post-diet, reverse dieting is inevitable. It has to happen. It has to, point blank. We can't maintain weight and still be healthy because we can have both. You can still be healthy and maintain your weight. I have not been tracking my macros for the last eight or nine months, and I've maintained my weight And I went to all you can eat sushi last night. I had a brownie this morning. Like no foods are off limits when you're able to fix your metabolism, which is the beautiful thing. All right. Now what happens here, reverse dieting style is we got to be patient. I know patience is a virtue and I hate it sometimes to myself, but how we're going to do this. I'm going to use say a 13 calorie human as an example. All right. You're eating 1300 calories. Say your goal after you do the calculations in phase one, after you grab that from me, from DMing me on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Once you get phase one, there's going to be a calculator in there for you to utilize. That calculator is going to tell you what your estimated daily intake should be. Emphasis on the word should, because it's not right now. You're at 1300 calories, you plug your stats in, it says you should eat at your TDEE. Again, that's just a fancy word for metabolism. It said you should eat say 2000 calories. All right, going back to the explanation or the example from prior. So, We're not going to bump up 700 calories overnight. What we're going to do is make sure we're tracking our protein because that's the other really big piece of the puzzle. And then make sure we're looking at other markers of health, which are all included in phase one. We're looking at water. We're looking at sleep. We're looking at digestion. We're looking at gym recovery, performance, energy, all the things. Food-wise, 1,300 calories the next week, anywhere from 1,350 to 1,450 calories. Now, the reason why we're going to increase in different amounts based on how long you've been in the diet for, how much you have to reverse diet for, how long you have to reverse diet if there's a timeline, and just your comfortability with going fast or slow. All of the reasons why or why not and how to choose the best increment for you is in phase one, (laughs) but... Anywhere from 50 to 150 calories per week is going to be the adjustment. I say per week, it could be per week, per every other week. A lot of my clients, we usually go two or three weeks before we adjust food again. But say we're at 1350 for the second week of this whole reverse dieting thing, okay? Week two, week three, then week four rolls around and we are hitting a plateau again, nothing's really changing, your body's getting used to 1350, okay, cool, awesome, fabulous. We're gonna bump it up to say like 1450 this time. Keep on going, week four, week five, week six, okay, your body's getting used to that intake, we're seeing more of a plateau, which is a good thing because your body's utilizing the food that we're giving it, awesome. Now we're gonna go to 1550. Cool, we're well on our way, you see the point now. Then week seven, week eight, week nine, keep on going. Then we're going to go up to 1650. Again, we plateau after a couple of weeks. Awesome. Keep on going. 1750. So you see, you catch my drift here. Every week or every couple of weeks, we're going to go up an intake from wherever we were at prior, up and up and up until we hit 2000 calories. 
or around there. That's going to be our goal. All right. This is reverse dieting. Like I said, I don't have it patented. I don't have it trademarked. I don't have it. It's not mine. Reverse dieting is a scientific process that we can utilize to improve metabolism. And this is what we specialize in at Team Empower. A lot of people come to us and they want to lose fat, but their metabolism is underactive that we cannot do fat loss right off the bat or else they're going to get stuck in this cycle that they've been stuck in for years now. We have to do something different, which is where this reverse dieting beauty comes in. And this is going to be utilized after every dieting phase to get you back up to maintenance. Again, it is this cycle of maintaining or building muscle, going into a deficit or a fat loss phase, and then reverse dieting your way back out of it. And then again, whenever you want to go back into a fat loss phase, reverse dieting your way back out of it. It is like, what is it? Parallel parking a car. You pull in, you pull out, you adjust the wheel, you go back in, you pull out, you adjust the wheel, you turn a little bit. Like it's not going to be a first time you're going to hit everything and you get exactly the body that you're looking for one time. But the more times that you are able to understand or the more you're able to understand this and the more times you're able to implement it, the easier and easier it's going to get until at this point for me, it's been four years now of learning and implementing and applying this education and this knowledge to my own life. And I don't track macros really anymore. And I don't know when the next time I will, because I feel really content in my body, the way that it is, the leanness that I have, my strength in the gym. And I probably will go into a slight muscle building weight gain phase in a little bit because I want to put some more muscle on. And I know how my body manipulates and utilizes food because I fixed my metabolism. I'm not struggling to maintain my intake on that, say, 1300 calories. So it is 100% possible. And that's why weight maintenance is the most failed piece of the entire puzzle. Maintaining weight is the reason why people go back to diets because they can't do it without the diet and the diet itself is unsustainable. So the process to maintain the weight is also going to be unsustainable because you can't eat 1300 calories forever and live a happy, fulfilling life. You just can't. You're going to miss it on the birthday cake. You're going to feel guilty around food. Your relationship with food overall is going to be horrible. And trust me, I've been there, done that. A lot of my clients have as well, where a relationship with food was such on the struggle bus simply because we didn't have an education around reverse dieting. We didn't have an education around how much food your body actually needs and restriction was the only answer to keep ourselves safe. Restriction is the answer to keep yourself small and hungry and tired and sad. It's not the answer that you want for the rest of your life. So we have to do something about it. So with that being said, Again, phase one is going to be the answer to your reverse dieting needs. Phase one can be found if you DM me and I will send you over the link to join. Again, we have limited copies. I want to make sure it goes to the right people. Now, if you're like, I'm just tired of even trying to diet, reverse diet, all this is just, there's a lot of information. And trust me, I know it's, there's a lot out there. We can help you get there exactly where you need to go. Piece by piece, adjustment by adjustment. So you don't have to think about it. You just lean in and we'll educate you personally on how to do it for yourself. We have a few coaching spots available. If you're interested, fill out the application linked in the show notes and I'll set up a call with you. We can kind of chat through your metabolic history and see if we're a good fit to help you reach your goals. 
But that's all I have for you today. I hope you guys enjoy your remaining holiday season. I love Christmas so much. So it's so sad that I cannot believe it's like so close to the holiday season when I'm recording this. We genuinely have like less than 20 days until Christmas, which is wild. But with that being said, this is the perfect time to get started because we're eating more food. We're eating more food. Holiday season equals more food. And if we're reverse dieting and we have this healthy relationship with food, we're not going to feel guilty about it. We can go out for all you can eat sushi, enjoy and have a brownie the next morning, aka what I just did yesterday. It's all part of the process and it's a beautiful process if we lean into it. So again, those are the options. I have that phase one for you. Just DM me for it. And then that application linked in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you're at the gym, on the road, cleaning, or walking your dog, I am so glad you chose to spend the last few minutes with me. Find all the links to connect with me in the show notes. And if you have a question or an idea for a guest, please submit the form also found in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe or follow to never miss a new episode drop. And until next time.